So you know what I do when I enter airplanes to entertain myself? No, what? Oh, it's maybe not so much what I do, but it's what I think about. It's like I enter the airplane and then either when I, as I'm walking down the aisle or when I'm sitting down watching everyone else entering, I'm like thinking who of everyone entering is the most eligible to be a spy? About being a woman today, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the mad. This is Best Friends Talking. recently I will not say so much about it but recently I met someone that <laughs> used to be a spy <laughs> will someone come after me that sounds strange are you sure it was true it sounds like someone was trying to hit on you <laughs> oh maybe but that would have been interesting interesting yes oh no no definitely not anyway I like to think about those kind of things so um What are you up to? I'm sitting down here and uh, I'm just waiting for Brexit to happen and all the lines to turn out. (laughs) Well, can you fill me in a bit on this Brexit? Because I haven't been, you know, it hasn't been that much in the news. What's happening over there with you guys? I'm no expert either, but uh, it's happening at least now. After so long time of arguing back and forth and voting back and forth and the poor Theresa May tried to solve this. She couldn't do it. And now Boris Johnson has done it. So now they finally are going to go through with Brexit. So 31st of January is the official date. It will be a transition period. So all the deals are not in place yet. So they will negotiate the deals, Mm. trade deals. Wow. It's taken a long time. And I I am aware that already started uh, when this whole process started, that a lot of the bigger companies move their offices to Amsterdam actually they they wanted out from from England and, or Great Britain to um, the continent and a lot of them uh, are now based in Amsterdam so so uh, and about brexit like do you feel it in the community around you that people are like feeling it that this is happening like how do people on the streets report how is it right now it's like it's no no drama anymore it's kind of past people are over it so it's not something that you talk about that much anymore Mm. after the the general election and where boris johnson had a huge win Mm. it kind of silenced down everything Mm. yeah i think it could be a good thing Mm. You have your dream job now. Can you remember like when you were little, did you have like a, a dream job that you always said when people wanted to ask you what you wanted to be? I remember I always said actress. Yeah, I, I think I definitely had that on my list as well. I mean, at a certain age, you do always have that on your list, right? Yeah. To be honest, I actually, 
some few years back, I found a little notebook where I had made a list. And I would die to know like how old I was when I made that list. But it was like a, you know, prioritized order. <laughs> I can't remember the order anymore. I can't imagine I was probably around 10 or 11 when I made that list. But it was something like a ballerina, obviously, probably a singer. I, I know I had psychologists on that list, which when I found it, I was so surprised because I didn't even know that I knew what that was, you know, at that time. But apparently I did. We were quite small. Then we were smaller than we were like maybe around eight. Mm. We were making a radio station and we were pretending to be radio hosts. <laughs> so in that regard, we kind of made it. We made you know? it. Yes. We're living the dream oh now. Oh, my God. Should we sing as well then? Remember we pretended that we had a travel agency? Kind of a dying breed, I feel. <laughs> but there's still, I still see them around. Like there are some offices and I always wonder every time, like how did these places survive? Yeah. But they do. Yep. Apparently they're still there. Because there are some people that still don't really use the internet, you know, so they, they need to help them. Things like that. Yeah. But hey, yeah, when we, we when we were growing up, I mean, we were a lot like involved in, of course, the dancing we've talked about before, but also singing. I mean, God, we both were in the church choir. When we were in the church choir for so many years, yeah. how many years? Seven years? All, all those years, we went there every Monday. It was always on a Monday. Yeah. For some reason, we didn't realize that we could quit because this wasn't school. This was choir. We could have quit any time. <laughs> and we just didn't. I, I remember saying to my mom sometimes, like maybe saying something that I wanted to quit. And, and she was always like, no, you're going to regret yeah, it if yeah. you quit. Finally, I think the reason why we quit was dance lesson yeah. who collided with the choir. Yeah. Every so often I was tell, I told her, so I still don't regret it. The choir instructor, which we also used to have as uh, she was also the piano player when we had our ballet exams and stuff like that. Her name? Marie. And she is my neighbor now. Does she still have the long hair? She has the longest hair ever. Like, it's amazing. Still? Yes. I'm like, she looks like she did. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Crazy. No. Maybe we do regret it like a magical choir <laughs> that's the choir of the angels Maria you still bike uh <laughs> you know what in Amsterdam I was biking a lot actually because I mean it's very easy there you know what no I don't bike so much in Buda no because it's uh, we we live on the top of a very uh, steep hill oh. and uh, it's not really a problem to get down but it is a problem to get back up I would never, I would never bike in London. I, I'm not suicidal. <laughs> they're not really afraid of dying in Amsterdam. No, no, they're not. Yeah, the good news is that I didn't fall on the bike when I lived in Amsterdam. But didn't you hit the biker once? Did I? Yeah, but that was with the cart. That was that was not my fault. Okay, I will tell the story. <sighs> okay, but that <laughs> so I was like driving in Amsterdam with a car Th that is also very dangerous and you should literally have like a separate course to do that and 
you know, me being from Buenos Aires, I took my license there. I can drive on ice. I could drive in the dark. Like, I'm good at that. Not good at driving in the busiest city in the world where there's pedestrians, bicyclists, cars. And then, so the story goes, like, I was just actually going to come out of a little street and you go out on this bridge, sort of. But I wasn't even moving. The car wasn't moving. And so there's this huge bridge with all these like flower pots and for decorations and stuff. And I was like, I wasn't moving because I needed to see to the side and there was no uh, bicyclist coming. It was all clear. But then suddenly what happens was like this guy on a scooter. And this is the thing, like he had done something to the scooter to make it go faster than it's supposed to. Because, you know, when it goes like 30 kilometers an hour or something, can still be on the fit spot which is like where the bicycle goes but he came in the street and he was going fast like super fast so he came out of nowhere and again my car wasn't even moving but he just saw that shit i was gonna come out of the street so he came super fast and he hit his brake and he fell off uh i think he broke his ankle he really you know, he, he got injured. So he actually hit you. You didn't hit no, him. No, we, we didn't hit each other. No one hit anything. But he pulled the brake, so he fell off his scooter and he, he got injured. And then the police came and there was like a lot of people coming. I was like, what's happening? And um, <laughs> it was it could have been my fault. So, <laughs> And the guy was taken away in the ambulance. And then the police guys, they both looked at me and they were like, <laughs> imagine that. I was crying. Like I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? And they were like, okay, miss, um, we're going to need to arrest you right now. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Are you going to arrest me? I didn't do anything. I was like, okay, arrest me then. Please come with us. And uh, they put me in the car and then they drove like three meters away. It was like the police office. And I went in there to do the interview. And basically it went something like this getting me to they were sort of feeding me the story like okay so you were driving there and uh he came from there and it's correct like you did like this or that so it was like me just saying yes and no and then at one point they said so uh, isn't it correct that you couldn't see the street because of the flower pots that were standing for decoration and i looked at them i was like hmm uh sure and then they were like, okay, fine, you're free to go. You know what happened when we moved? Our house was on Google Maps, the wrong place. Hey. what yeah so we had to report it my husband reported it to google maps and uh, now they changed it so what, what what does this mean a spy used to live in your house but this house is new no one has ever lived here back to uh what we we're talking about when we were kids and what we wanted to be when we grew up do you feel like you made it are you like content with the path you took? Um, I wouldn't say I'm content because that feels like it's over. So I feel like I'm constantly improving and that's good. It's good to always evolve and improve, I think. Mm. That is, there are this like great way to formulate backwards in a way or in retrospect, sort of where you want to be. If you have goals to evolve onwards or goals for, for career or anything in life, there is this fun, creative way you can... You can formulate it and um, 
yeah, I, re- I just wanted to share it with you because I think it's, it's, a, it's a fun little exercise you can do for yourself. Yeah. So actually, it's like you formulate these questions as if you're in the future. You would formulate this question saying to yourself, so why is it that I have accomplished this and this? Or why is it that I have uh, a company that is uh, doing this or that? Or why is it that I am together with this person, my soulmate or your business partner or something, something? So actually, you just what you do is like you can talk about anything in your life, but you have to formulate it as a question like, why is it? But I don't get it. Why is it in the future? What's in the future? Yeah, because this allows you to dream. So for example, okay, I'm going to give an example. Like take any wild dream you have. So I would say like, I wish to, to you know, write like, let's say 10 books. Very successful, right? You, then I would say like to myself, why is it that I have uh, written and published 10 bestsellers? And then you're going to answer? Yeah, that that's helpful if you answer also. But maybe you don't even know. But it's like, if you start asking those questions you might come up with an answer or you might even come up with more like specifics uh, to it or even uh, action points like if I'm going to accomplish something like that what do I need to be able to accomplish it oh that's a good idea you get it now I think I get it so you make up a question like why have I made a oscar-winning movie yes and then you kind of come up with the answers in your head or maybe you even write them down and then you kind of realize what you need to do to reach that goal yeah something like that it's fun it's inspiring and it's a little bit creative and then you can also you know each question you can become very detailed about it also you know it can be very specific so if you would say like why have i created an oscar-winning movie it's like you could start describing the the topic or the, the contents of the movie or who's in it or you know Mm, and you can even downscale it, I think, to smaller accomplishments. Like, Absolutely. why is it that I have great skin? Because I drink a lot of water <laughs> every day. Or why is it that I have such a tidy kitchen in one hour? <laughs> why is it because I'm going to clean it now. Yes. Why is it that I always have these delicious home-cooked meals? Because I make them. I make them. I like this. It's good. Well, have a great time in... Bangkok spy we all know you were talking about yourself whoever you met is probably the worst spy in the world because they said that they were a spy toodaloo toodaloo
Seriöst, vem var det som mötte som var en spion? <laughs> nu måste du slå recording alltså. 